welcome back to the podcast, guys. Today on Mystic Stories, me and Kelsey, we're going to share a little bit about ourselves. So today we're going to dive into a Q&A. We're going to share more about who we are, where we're from, how we got into spiritual work. I, I like to do these Q&As because when I listen to podcasts, I always want to know more about that person and how they kind of came into the podcast, where they're at in life. I, I just love stories. So we're going to dive into that today. And then if any of our listeners have questions, go ahead and just hit us up on Instagram over at Mystic Stories Podcast. Otherwise, you can hit up uh, uh, hit us up at either of our personal accounts. Um, mine is over at Sasha.Davis. And Kelsey, you want to drop yours quick? Yeah, it is Destiny Clearing with Kelsey. Destiny Clearing with Kelsey. Yours sounds so much cooler than mine. Mine's just Sasha.Davis. I need to change that up. <laughs> Yeah, just come up with a little saying. Like, I feel like I love your manifesting ones. It's like, I was going to say, I, I have... think of Sasha, I'm like, manifest. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, I have my manifest with Sasha podcast page, but that's, I mean, I have a, I have my podcast gals kind of run, run that page. So, I mean, I will get it there if you want to hit me up at manifesting with Sasha. I mean, I will see it eventually there too. They will definitely pass that along. So, but we can start with the who are you? And I can I can start with this one. I will try to keep it in a nutshell. I don't know if you guys have noticed, but I'm kind of a chatty Kathy. I think Kelsey kind of is too. We could just talk your guys' ears off all day long. All day. And hopefully you find some value in it, right? <laughs> yes. <laughs> I'm sure they do. I'm sure they do. So my name is Sasha Davis. I am from Iowa. I'm from the Midwest. I was actually born in Minnesota, moved to Iowa when I was like, I don't know, 10 or 12. Um, when my parents, uh, found an acreage there, my dad found a job there. And then that's kind of where I grew up. Um, but present day where I'm at, I am in Provo, Utah. So I'm just outside of Salt Lake city right now. Um, I'm traveling the country. We're traveling in our RV until we kind of find our dream location. I know that we had talked about Montana. And so that is still very much on the top of my list. It's so funny because as soon as we got to Wyoming and Jackson Hole is really beautiful, but it's kind of a cluster over there. Uh, we ended up not even staying because it was just, I don't know, like it, it was great. I mean, sure, it's beautiful in the park, but you ever just get like to a town and you have like some like ugh vibes, like I was totally not feeling it. And then I looked over at my husband and he's like, yeah, let's go. So we just left. And that's kind of the beauty in traveling in an RV. Um, but I am a mom. I am a wife. Um, I have been married for six years. Yeah, six years. I have three kids. I have a four-year-old, a two-year-old, and a two-month-old, which is crazy to say. So, um, And she's just been a blessing. She has been a trooper. She was two weeks old when we hit the road, and everybody says how crazy it is, but really... It's just awesome to be able to travel with your kids and have them close. I mean, yeah, they can be turds every now and then, but for the most part, being able to travel with your family is awesome. And the baby, the two months old has just been a piece of cake. The first couple of weeks, you know, she was brand new. That's all they do is cry. Right. But now she's starting to express her personality. She smiles and she's just, she's a really easygoing baby. And I just pop her in the carrier and we go about it. Um, and I also have two dogs. I have a Newfoundland and I have a Black Lab mix. She's actually mixed with St. Bernard and Rottweiler. So she just looks like a giant Black Lab, basically. Um, and I have two horses. Um, 
I have a paint Tennessee Walker horse and then I have a red roan quarter horse and I love them to death. Their names are uh, Summer and Dixie and they are so fun. I just, I love having them. They're actually boarding over at uh, Kelsey's place now until we find our new home or our new land or whatever and then we'll bring the horses back to us um but yeah so basically we sold our acreage earlier this year uh just wasn't feeling it in Iowa anymore and wanted to you know explore the world and the easiest way for us to do that was to sell everything and move into our RV so that is uh who I am in in a nutshell we'll get more into the spiritual side of things here in just a minute but Kelsey if you want to go ahead and just share a little bit about about you and where you're at in the world Yeah. Okay. So, um, I'm Kelsey Anka. I live in Southern Oregon. I am originally, I was born in Iowa, Council of Iowa, but I was raised in Colorado. So I've kind of been everywhere. I'm kind of from the Midwest too, but a little bit different. Um, I am, I'm not like Sasha. I'm single. I don't have a family or anything like that. I just have my dogs and my horses and, um, I'm living here out on 70 acres in Oregon and I love it. And I have my own house that I live with that I live in with my sister and um, I'm super grateful for where I'm able to live because it's so beautiful Um, I have two dogs I have Cal and Maggie they're my dogs that I do everything with they go everywhere with me and then I also have horses like Sasha I have um, Dude and then Tubit they're my horses and I go out and I ride and I do stuff with them as much as I can I haven't been riding as much but I've been I at least go out and I brush them and I groom them I take care of them Um, and then I, a little bit about me, my past, I'm from Colorado. I am a person where like, I love to go out and ride horses or I can drag race. I'm super like into, you know, exciting, fun things like Sasha. We always love to, we talk about it. She loves to ride motorcycles. I love to drag race. There's our like similar thing right there. We love to be like the, um, the adrenaline. Yeah. The <laughs> adrenaline, the adrenaline rush. That's kind of adrenaline junkies in that way. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. So like we, um, we just love to do that stuff. So that's what brought us together. So we have like these similar parts, but we're also in spiritual work too. So yeah. And I was brought to spiritual work because of my mom. So uh, it's kind of been in my family my whole life. So I would just love to, I love to be who I am. And that's just, you know, I'm just a person that loves to sit in my house and I do art and I go out with my horses and then I, you know, work of course too, but you know, I'm very grateful and thankful for my life. And hopefully eventually I can do a little traveling like Sasha and, um, just travel like part-time, but still be able to come back to my house. (laughs) Yeah. I think even when we do place, I'll still travel the world, but I'm curious. I know your mom has been into spiritual work for quite some time, but did you have the calling? Cause your brother and your sister aren't really that into spiritual work. So did you feel called to step into it or was it something that like was expected of you or walk me through that? Um, I was kind of called into it. It was kind of like, um, I was 14 years old and, um, my mom sat me down and was like, would you like to learn this work? And I kind of felt like, yeah, it was my destiny. And my whole life, I've always said, I wanted to be a life coach. I've always said it, but I didn't know how it would be it. I never put it together. And so, um, I started doing my energy work and my mom brought me into it, but it's like every year I learn in a different way. It's like you were taught how to take care of your life and do this, this, and that. And I was taught spiritual work. So it's kind of like, it's kind of like I've lived it my whole life, but also like come back around to it, if that makes sense. Cause when you're raised with it, you have to kind of like wake up. And when you're so young, 
you don't understand things and you have to kind of learn and wake up more and more. So it's like, I was brought to spiritual work. I knew I was meant to be there. And then like, I kind of like followed my path and was always kind of there like 25% and then was led right back to be like 100% in it. Does that make sense? <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. It's so funny. Even like, like my, uh, how I was brought into spiritual work, you know, when you're a kid and you're just like into certain things, like certain people like love fashion, certain people love, I don't know, making things, certain people love horses or coloring or playing teacher or whatever it is. Like I, I think I was like a witch. Like I was very witchy. Like I was into like animals and plants and like hanging out in the woods by myself. And I remember I was really into like Ouija boards and playing with like cards then like a different type of cards. Like I used to have this, uh, just regular deck of cards, but you, I don't even remember how I used to play it, but you could like ask it questions and like certain numbers would mean certain things, which is so funny. I actually am just having like an aha moment right now because now we talk all about destiny cards and those are like the same exact playing cards that like I used when I was a kid. Oh my God. I'm just like, Isn't that crazy? That. It is crazy. I'm just having like my own aha. Like, holy <laughs> shit, that is so funny. Yeah. And I was the same oh, way wow. too. Like, you know, Wild. you kind of grow up and you're witchy and you kind of grow up <laughs> and you're like, you're like, I'm in this element and I'm like in this element. Like if like, let's mm-hmm. say I'm driving down the street and I hit a squirrel. I feel that I feel awful about hitting the squirrel. I feel like oh, I cry yeah. about it. And I'm mm-hmm. a person where I'm so in touch with the earth. So I get what you mean. Like you're in tune with the earth. You're a little bit different. You're always like, I feel that. I've yeah, I was always, exactly, exactly. Yeah. And I, the hitting the animals thing like that just breaks my heart. I could, yeah, I, I, I try to avoid that at all costs, but yeah, like when I was growing up, I was always kind of that weird kid, you know, I would hang out with the horses. I'd ride dirt bikes. I'd hang out in the woods. I'd like, Same. I always had a diary. I don't know. And so I would always journal all the time, but I didn't really think of it as journaling. And then, you know, you go through like high school, I got into some bad things and then even like college, I got into some bad things, but then like I met my husband and then it's so funny that all the things that brought me joy as a kid are resurfacing back in my life as an adult. And I've been able to like make my life's work about it, you know? And even when I was little, I I remember like going to places that had all like uh like a riverbed and it would have like certain rocks and I would be like oh my god look at this cool rock and look at this cool rock and now I like collect crystals (laughs) that's so funny because I'm the same way like with the dirt bikes and everything and the horses like I was always in tune with horses and dirt bikes it's like we're the same person (laughs) I know not (laughs) it's so crazy it's It is. It's so wild to even like, think about that's what brought me back into spiritual work. And I would have never even thought of it as spiritual work when I was younger. But if you think about it, it's just like you being connected with, you know, the earth and the, in in the spirit world and yourself and the universe and God and all of these things. And they're all intertwined, but it just comes back to doing the things that bring you joy. And so if you look back at your childhood, like what brought you joy, and if you allow them to resurface into your life, like, wow that's kind of like a full circle moment no I agree I that's what I did I kind of that's why I always kind of tell my clients I'm like what did you do as a kid and most (laughs) people like I journaled too like I did a lot of journaling I was always with my horses dirt biking but it always came back to spiritual work and what I did and my mom always took the tarot cards out we always did tarot cards we kind of had parties with our friends and my mom would tell everybody their destiny cards and all that stuff and then we'd do a tarot card reading and all of our friends would come over and they'd be like what'd your mom say and they'd talk to our mom (laughs) and we'd have like all this like 
you know, this kind of like spiritual party or whatever. And everybody loved it. And it was like their favorite thing to do. And so it's like, no matter what, it's, I kind of like was like, man, I wanted to be that as a kid. And now I am. And my mom brought me there and I'm so thankful for her. And now I'm even telling my mom, I'm like, we should go back and do destiny card parties again, because that would be so much fun. I have never even thought of that. That is Oh, that would be so fun. We should do like a tarot reading virtual retreat or like a destiny card virtual retreat, or we could even do them in person. Um, yeah, we should, we should think about doing some parties this, this winter. We should definitely do something like that. Yeah. Yeah. It'd be so much fun, but yeah, that's what we do. And it just, it always comes back. So that's why I like, it's so funny you say that, but it's true because I'm doing exactly what I wanted to do when I was a kid. And I saw my mom, I just made it into a business. She just did it for fun. So mm-hmm. it, it always leads you to your path and you were led to yours and I was led to mine. And it's so funny how we're so similar, but different. We're different people too. Oh, I know. Isn't that cool to like, see that even though you can have similarities, like similar hobbies, similar business models, and even teach very similar things, but based on like your personality type and the things that you've done or where you're at in the world or your life experiences, you attract different people into your life based on the things. So we can have all the same hobbies, teach all the same things, but we still live very different lives. Yeah, exactly. Like I live, I have a house and I live on 70 acres and you travel and that's the whole thing. Like we're all different. (laughs) One day it'll be the opposite. I have a, I have an RV that's about 200 square feet. (laughs) (laughs) And you're making the most of it. (laughs) it sounds crazy when you say it but yeah all right so let's let's talk about how we use our spiritual work because I even the way that you do it and the way that I do it are very different and we teach on different topics too so if you uh, if you want to share a little bit about how you use your spiritual work I know we've talked about the destiny cards and things like that so go into detail because you just filled me in on all of the things that you are capable of doing the other day and my mind was blown I was like holy smokes I had no idea Okay, so I do destiny cards, of course, and destiny cards are an old mathematical calculation that uses astrology, numerology, and a deck of cards. All I need is your birthday, and I can basically tell you not what you're here to do, but kind of help you guide you to your destiny so you follow it. I am um, the ace of spades, also known as the order of the magi card, which is a big deal, so I help a lot of people transform to a different person. When you meet me, you'll be a completely different person in five years because I change everybody. That's no one no matter what I'm just the card that changes people so that's why I'm just like okay I'm gonna be a life coach and change everybody so that's one of my skills I do my destiny cards and I love doing that then I also do I I do like a love manifesting um session where I help people follow this book called calling in the one and they call in their person and it's a one-on-one session and I do that and I just help people find themselves, find their self-love, really love themselves. So by the end of it, they have their power and their power isn't with anybody else because we are all powerful and we can give our power to other people. And you have to call back your power in and say, no, this is mine. You're not allowed to have it. And so I help people find their power and bring it, their energy back to themselves. And then another one that I do is I do energy work and I do de- um, clearing. And so it's, I do in-depth clearings. I can do an inner child or brain restructuring, but I mainly start my clients out with just the basic clearing so I can start clearing their energy and working on all the negative energies that are surrounding them. So we can get them to a positive light and I help them manifest their life and like clear all their blocks so they can wake up and do what they're supposed to do. I really change people. I'm really good at transforming people. Most people that come in my life will always say that I change them because that's just 
who I am. But yeah, I do a lot of a lot of things, um, kind of like Sasha, but a little bit different because I was trained in a different way. And I do um, the work, spiritual work that I do is called um, spiritual response therapy. And basically what I do is I go into your Akashic records and I clear your energetic body and I find out all of your past lives and then we let them go and move on and work on a new chapter. I love that. I love that. Yeah, me too. It's, it's a great job. Yeah. And I think it's like the Akashic record readings and the clearings and some of this deeper work was all new to me. Uh, I mean, I knew you did it in some capacity, but like that takes up a lot of your, a lot of your week. A lot of your clients are that. Yeah. Mainly my clients are all energy clearing and destiny cards are where I'm starting to really push it. And I want to work more with destiny cards, but yeah, energy clearing is where it's at and where, where I've really been working for at least 10 years. I've been working by myself and how always having clients. So it's just something that I always love and will always be doing. <laughs> I love that. I love that. Me too. So how do I use my spiritual work? Um, I wouldn't have even called my work spiritual work until a couple of years ago when I started to get more into that, that deep inner work and talk more about the energy and the law of attraction. And I've utilized these things for uh, 10, 15 years. I just didn't really call it that. Like I, I, I have a hard time with labels. I think you know this. I think anybody who knows me in real life knows that I have a hard time like labeling things. And so, but if you want to call it something, it would be spiritual work. And so I started out as just life coaching and I've been life coaching. Um, this is year five. Yeah, this is year five for me. Um, and so it started with life coaching. And then as I was coaching women, uh, to kind of manifest their dream life, a lot of those women also wanted to work on a business. And so after about two years of life coaching, the business coaching came into play. I just, everybody kept asking me questions about business. And from my background, I actually have like sales and marketing and business building. Um, I've been doing that since I graduated high school or not high school, um, college. And so I've been probably doing that for about 10 years and I didn't really think of like putting the two and two together. And so it naturally transformed into that, you know, and isn't that funny? Like how we just like keep, keep following the breadcrumbs, keep following the breadcrumbs things will start to transform in your life. And so my life coaching transformed into like a life and business coaching. And then in more recent years, I've started to add in the, the law of attraction and the Reiki energy healing, because everything in our life is energy. Everything is energy. And it's all about our mindset and how we show up and the intentions that we set. And sometimes, um, one of the things that I find comes up is we'll have belief systems or we'll have stories or thought patterns that are either ours or have been implanted into our, into our physical body or into our spiritual body, whether it was through us or an encounter or a previous generation. Um, For those of you who are uh, familiar with epigenetics in our DNA, and this is kind of like that Akashic record reading too, like your soul or your, um, or your family, things can be passed down through generation or through different lifetimes. And so bringing awareness to that and helping clear that out of, out of your immediate life experience will be huge in helping you take that next step forward. Sometimes we have like fears or we have beliefs on like why we can or can't do something, or we fall into like certain habits or we fall into certain patterns where we're just not sure how to get 
out of that rut or we feel like we've become stuck or we know that we want to do something, but we have no idea how to do it or we don't even know that it's possible for us, I help you erase those limiting beliefs, replace them with new beliefs and see you soar. Like even today, right before uh, Kelsey and I hopped on this podcast episode, I was talking to one of my clients and she's been with me for several years now. And even just looking back, she goes, Sasha, I remember when I had a dream of, you know, public speaking, but no way, shape or form did I think that I would ever be a public speaker or that I would ever have a story to tell. And she goes, and now I've been on multiple podcasts. I'm starting my own podcast. I've spoke at, you know, she's been doing all of these things or even like um, some of these women who didn't think that they were creative or didn't think that they had a business idea. All of a sudden we start erasing all, or I shouldn't say erasing, but um, replacing those belief systems that aren't really theirs to keep. They're just been passed down to them, whether from, again, a previous lifetime or from generations prior to them, we harness these belief systems in our, in our energy bodies, in our, in our spiritual fields, and they will manifest in our physical reality by uh, stress or anxiety or getting stuck in a job that we don't really love. And so how do we replace those so that we can show up as that highest self as what our soul or our destiny is supposed to be, and then kind of create a blueprint to make it happen. So not only the spiritual side of things, the energetic side of things, but the actual step-by-step -step guides, right? So you can sit there and say, I want to create a podcast all day long, and you can be energetically aligned with that. But until you take the, the steps to do it, it won't actually happen, right? So things can lay out for you in life, but you have to take that next step. And so fear can be a big component of that. So also kind of building confidence and courage along the way. And I know that that was a very long answer to how I work with people, but I kind of wanted to touch on all bases. <laughs> well, that was perfect. That was perfect. And I also wanted to add that Sasha's helped me too. Like I'm a person where... I've done the energy side of it my whole life for 10 years, but I needed Sasha to come in and say, well, where's your mindset at? Where, where are you thinking? Can you believe that you can create that? So sometimes, you know, don't ever look at anybody in any other way if they're going to help you because Sasha helped lead me back to my work and made me love it even more. And that's the whole point. You got to wake up and love yourself more and more because the more you love yourself, the more you're going to find your destiny and your path. Mm -hmm. yep. Yeah. Yeah. And you helped me do that. And, you know, so, so like, and I've been trained in all this work. So that's why I'm trying to tell people, I'm like, don't think that you don't need the work, always do the work. You're not better than that person. You need their help. They're brought to you for the reason the universe sent them, you know, you got to just take it and be like, okay, I'm going to do it. Grab them and just be like, I'm going. Oh. Yeah, I think that a lot of my work is, uh, is clearing the blocks and building the confidence and letting you, giving you back your power essentially to do what you are meant to do on this earth. And that's, that's, that's what I do in a nutshell. And it's, it's for your life. It's for, you know, your business or your career and it's aligning the energetic world with the, with the tangible world, the world that we live in today, combining the two so that you can be the most successful, happiest, healthiest, wealthiest version of yourself. Yeah, no, I totally agree. And like, you just got to do the steps, you know, like you taught mm -hmm. me one foot in front of the other and it mm -hmm. will get you somewhere. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I find that a lot of times, myself included, we, we tend to make things a bigger deal or we get in our head or we get in our own way. And so it's nice to have that, that outside support that breaks it down and says, hey, let's make this easy. Like what would be the next best step? And let's go do that thing. And then we'll worry about the next million steps 
you know, when we cross that bridge. And so sometimes it's just nice to have that support or that, that mentorship to, to help guide you along those paths too. Yeah, exactly. And to feel confident. Cause like, you know, mm-hmm. I did the same thing where it's just nice to have that, you know, weekly session just so that I can stay on top of it or that other person can stay on top of it. Yeah. Yeah. And this, uh, so I have a question for you. This isn't necessarily something that anybody has asked, but I guess I'm curious, like what, what is the most challenging part of, of your spiritual work? I think the most challenging part is to um, take care of myself and then be able to clear everybody else. That's the hardest part because your energy has to be so taken care of and harnessed like a baby, you know, you have to take Mm -hmm. care of the baby. And then if let's say you're having a rough week and stuff around your environment affect you, and then you have to go to work and clear all these other people. That's the hardest part is because like, sometimes you might need the week off. So like now I even tell the the universe, I'm like, okay, my energy's not here. Can you please help me pull in the money, but not be able to do the energy work as much and the universe always provides and will send me different work. And I'm very thankful because sometimes, you know, we do need to recuperate and re you know revise ourselves and kind of pull ourselves back in but that's the hardest part I think would be just to put myself first because I'm so used to putting everybody else first because I want to help everybody I'm a person where I want to help my clients so sometimes I'll put my clients first but then I have to take a step back and be like no I gotta take care of me too (laughs) yeah or just like balancing like trying to make sure you know I am working for me and them too Mm-hmm. the work life yeah. like you are important <laughs> yep mine so I used to struggle with that um I still struggle with that too like a lot of times I would say my biggest challenge is saying no um because I want I'm a workhorse like I love work I find joy in work I find that I feel fulfilled after a long day of work Um, but again, it's that, it's that balance. It's that alignment between, you know, cause I always go back to like my values. And so this is one of the things that I'll like walk through with my clients is I'll say like, well, what are your top values? And if they're unsure what their values are, I have a values assessment. And a lot of times I'll have them do the values assessment just to see if their actual values are in alignment with what they thought their values were. And so my values are absolutely like you know, family and adventure. And, um, believe it or not, one of my values is like wealth building, like creating that like financial freedom, you know, and I find that a lot of the clients that I work with, they also have that financial aspect. And so it's helping them, you know, work those things in alignment, but sometimes that, that wealth building or that financial piece is tied to, is tied to work, not in every capacity. This is what I've learned in the last few years is that wealth building doesn't have to be tied to like your immediate income. It can be tied to other components in your life, which I won't even get into in this podcast. Cause I feel like we could talk about that for an entire hour in and of itself, but making sure that your day, your week, your month of your work is in alignment with what your values are. And anytime some can become top heavy, you're out of alignment and then you start feeling off. And so mine is just making sure that I'm not working too much. Does that make sense? Like, I almost feel like sometimes my worth is tied to my productivity and that if I'm not doing enough, I'm not contributing enough to the world. Does that make sense? No, it makes perfect sense. I say the same thing. I even sometimes say, um, my boss is a big pain in my butt, even though I'm my own boss. <laughs> exactly. I'm like, man, she can be a real bitch sometimes. But I'm like, Yeah, hey, no, you, it's just kind of like, you know, you get into that. It's, I think that's like the capitalistic thing where it's like work, work, you know, just keep working because yep. you keep making money. 
but then you got to get in that mindset of like, no money always flows in. We're good. Mm-hmm. You know, type thing. You got to kick yourself back, you know, and be like, no, nope. not that thought. No. <laughs> yeah. It's so funny because it's almost like the more I push, push, push the, the less money comes in. But when I'm just like in the flow of it, money always comes in. Like that's when I get the most clients. That's when like the, the work is easy. That's when everything feels good. That's when I feel like I'm contributing the most, but then there's sometimes, you know, you get, everybody does it. You get stuck from that rut or like that lack mindset of like, there's not enough, there's not enough. So I got to work, 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 work. And then it's almost like you're pushing the abundance away. So that's the constant lesson that I'm learning is the, you got to be in the flow of things. You got to be in the flow of things. How can I make this easy? I don't like the story of things have to be hard or I have to work hard to make money because it's not true. I've experienced it. And it's, so it's getting back in alignment with that story too. No, I agree. 100%. It's, you just have to like, kind of pull yourself out of it and be like, okay, I'm in this a little bit too much. Now I got to put myself and, you know, change my view, change my perspective a little bit. And that, but I think that's the whole point of it is just learning. Like we're still learning too every day. We're like, okay, that's a little much. Now I'm going to take a step back and give myself more time. Yeah. Well, I feel if you're not learning, you're not growing. Like there's nobody that's going to be a end all be all or a a know-it-all. And if they, if they claim that they do know it all, then I would question that because there's always like new level, new devil, new level, new devil. There's always something that you can be learning. You know what I mean? And I think if you close yourself off to that, you can be, you can become stuck, you know, or you can become, uh, I'd like the word that comes to mind is like arrogant. And then people won't feel called to work with you in whatever shape or form, or they won't feel called to be a part of your community because the energy isn't matching. Yeah, no, I agree. 100%. You have to kind of like keep that mindset and just kind of stay there and then be like, I can do this. It's going to be fine. And then get through the, like, you know, get through your ego. I think it's mainly your ego where you're just kind of like, sometimes you get so much, your ego gets so big and you got to pull yourself down and be like, no, I'm not that amazing. Yes, I'm amazing, but I'm not that amazing. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, sometimes people I think just get, yeah, they get in their own head and yeah, you do have to make sure that you're making choices from your higher self and not that ego self, you know? And yeah, I guess that, so, so the question that comes up for me then is what are you doing to, uh, help your, your personal and professional development? Like where are you learning and growing right now? So where I'm learning and growing, like I'm learning more, I'm like kind of got my self-care taken care of. Like now I wake up, I make sure I breathe, ground myself, clear myself every day, you know, claim that it's going to be a good day. I'm like, like if I have a rough day right now, what I do is I turn on some music, I get up and dance and I go and I meditate and I go, I'm not going to let this energy control my entire day. So then what I do is I I just like, you know, listen to music and I change the vibration of the energy and be happy. And then I feel happier because I'm a person where I can get hyper-focused on things. So I just think about one thing. And so I pull my focus out of it now and I'll do art or I'll um, dance and listen to music or I'll do some Zumba or something like that just to get the energy flowing because um, my body needs to move and focus on something else. So when I'm getting into something else and I'm not thinking about whatever my brain is trying to make me think about. And so Mm -hmm. just like, you know, constantly following the energy and saying, okay, you know what? I'm going to make the best out of this day. And that's all that matters. I like that. Yeah, me too. It's just, it just makes you kind of feel like, you know what? I'm in control of my own reality. So I'm going to make my, the best of it, you know? Yeah. 
Yeah. I like that. Yeah. I've, um, I, I like to think of my life and my business as like continuing education. Like I'm a student of life. And so I'm always looking to where I can make improvement. And this year, the things that I've committed to, um, I've, well, I've enrolled in a few courses. So, um, getting my Reiki master was, was one of the top ones up there. And I've actually loved that energy work so much that I, um, enrolled in the next level. So I will be a Karuna Reiki master as of November. So I am very excited for that. So that was one of like the spiritual side of things. I've also taken, um, on, um, a few, like, like I've read a lot of like the tarot books and the tarot courses, um, as far as investing in things, I've invested in a 200 hour yoga certification. So I'm actually working on that. Not that I'm going to teach yoga, but I would love to be able to lead people through some of those um, yogic experiences, I guess, like that, that yogic lifestyle that yoga um, kind of teaches you to like be one with your breath and you know what I mean? And so yeah, it gets you the, grounded in your body. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So being able to, to use that type of lifestyle to help clients too, and even like um, being able to lead them through types of yoga on retreats and things, um, that's another thing that I, I would love to do. So I will be finishing up that um, this year. Um, I've also taken a hypnotherapy class. So that's really cool being able to kind of incorporate that into some of my meditations, getting people into like a deeper, relaxed state. Um, what else have I done? I took a couple of crystal courses to help me um, be able to identify even more crystals and be able to use like the crystals in my, uh, recommendations for coaching clients. Um, and I feel like there was something else that I did recently. I've been taking a lot of financial literacy courses. So, um, a previous background on myself is I was in financial services for many, many years. So, um, you know, being able to kind of I wouldn't say give recommendations, but guide people on what questions to ask and how to help uh, make them more financially literate so that they can start building their wealth and making decisions that are great for them or in alignment with what they want their financial future to look like and kind of tying the energetic side to it. So the mindset and like the manifesting more money, things along those lines. So I've really dove into that, that piece of the the financial literacy part, but also the spiritual work on that. So I've been doing all types of like wealth building courses and learning about investments and retirements, uh, even on a deeper level, right? So not just like your surface level of like, oh, I'm investing in my 401k, but like, how can I make that go farther? How can I invest more now so that my money is making money for me? So teaching people <clears throat> more on that as, um, as I, <clears throat> excuse me, expand upon my journey with the, with the wealth development too. So I love that, but that's kind of the things that I'm working on too. And then obviously always listening to audio, new audio books and reading new books and new podcasts. And obviously I always learn things from you when it comes to destiny cards. I feel like every time that we have a conversation about destiny, something comes up and I'm like, Oh, wow, I didn't know that. And I'm always just learning and absorbing information. Oh yeah. No, it's totally true. Like no matter what you just, I think when you're in this work, you just kind of, you're like, Oh man, I'm learning that. I'm learning this. You just learn so much. And there's so much to learn. You're like, okay, I have this, I have that. Like I have a list of things I want to do. And like, I'm sort of, I like it. I'm an intuitive life coach. I'm certified in SRT and I'm cert. And I also um, do destiny cards as well. 
but like I have a list of like I want to do acupuncture or I want to go to school and figure out how to do acupuncture I want to be a massage therapist I want to um like just you know keep on adding on to my skills because you know our bodies are so important so that's amazing and doing yoga is even amazing too because no matter what everything you learn you can help somebody else with it and so it's like all those books and everything you're learning is just to help you know create the amazing thing you need to keep on going with your life but help all those other people Mm -hmm. yeah absolutely yeah one question on the just going off of like the challenges that we were talking about earlier so how how would you deal with a rough day like when you need to create more space for yourself or if you're just having like a totally shit day like what does that look like so what it looks like is I'll wake up and I'll just be like I want to lay in bed and then I'm like you know what let's turn on the I, I have this negative thoughts meditation so I turn that on and I'm like let's get all these negative thoughts out of here because we're already waking up in a rut we don't want to be there so I do that negative thoughts meditation and then I get up and then I do I'm like okay and figure out I test myself and then I I either take some herbs or I'll drink some tea and then what I really love to do is I'll do some like it's not really yoga I just stretch my body and I just lay down on the ground and I stretch and I'm like okay what's going on, listen to myself. And then after that, I'll clear myself, do a full prep to work. If I'm still not feeling it, like this happened the other day, if I'm still not feeling it, I just decided to sit down and watch some TV and just let myself, you know, completely zone out. And um, after I did that, I just, you know, felt like a completely different person was like, okay, I just needed to sit down and binge watch some TV and rest. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, that's what I do when I'm in a rut. You know, I try to like listen to myself because if I do need a break, I give myself the break because, you know, a lot of us just say, let's keep working. And no, sometimes work doesn't fix everything. You gotta, you gotta stop. Yeah. Yeah. I feel you there. I feel like, uh, <clears throat> when I have a, when I have a crap day, I have to like, get out and go for a walk or like get out in nature or I used to go ride my horse so I can't wait to like start doing that again or I'll read a book or I'll meditate or I'll listen to a podcast probably the biggest thing though is like I'll put all my work aside and I'll just tell my husband like I have to go for a walk or I have to get out of here like I have to go do something and you just like shift shift your mindset in that moment and I have to tell myself like this is temporary I won't feel like this forever I'm just having a bad day it's not a bad life or it's not a bad week Um, you know, or if like, I'm struggling with a client or if I'm struggling with family or if I'm struggling with money, I just have to tell myself like, this is temporary. This isn't forever. And just remind myself that this too shall pass just because I'm in the heat of the moment, like not to make decisions that are going to be lifelong decisions. You know what I mean? So don't make any important decisions when you're not feeling a hundred percent or when you're not feeling aligned. The best thing to do for me or for anyone, I would say is to you know, give yourself 24 hours, like shut it down, walk away, give yourself a breather. And if you're at a place where like you can't, you know, if you have a day job and your day job's just going really awful, you know, ask if you can take a 10 minute break, go outside, go for a walk around the block, uh, do some jumping jacks, do some deep breathing, um, whatever you need to do to kind of shift that energy and then come back to it with a clearer mind before you move forward. Yeah, exactly. 100%. And also look at the astrology too, because some days people are, it's the astrology and what's in the moon. Like if you have a Virgo moon or if you have a Leo moon that creates different energy. So look Mm -hmm. into the astrology of it too, because it could just be based off the astrology. You're having a rough day. 
Yep. Yep. Or you could have encountered somebody that like through, like I always, I like to think of, uh, you know, like, enter, like everybody has like an energy bag that they carry around and some or carry around. And so one thing that used to happen to me when I was in corporate, um, like I was in management. And so people would come into my office and they would complain about X, Y, and Z. And, you know, if you visualize somebody coming into your office and just dumping a bag of crap on your desk and then walking away, like they would just bring that in, dump it, walk away. You may be carrying around other people's bags of crap, bags of shit with you throughout the day that aren't really yours to keep. So how can you let them go or how can you protect your energy so that you're not letting other people affect you too? Yeah, no. Yeah. Like really, I, that's when I get to, into the crystals and I'm like, okay, I'm going to wear my crystals. They're going to take care of me and my energy. So that's why I like, I love what Sasha says about crystals, lean into the crystal part because you don't want somebody to come in and take your energy just because you don't have a guard. You want that crystal to guard you and guard your energy because you're important. And, um, and that's what, like, I always wear my crystals. I'm like, nope, gotta wear my necklace today. Somebody's having a bad day. So I'm going to wear it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yep. And it always gets me, keeps me safe and protected. So always lean to the elements. That's what I always say. Lean to the crystals, lean into the elements because they have your back. <laughs> yep. Absolutely. I love that. All right. Well, let's start wrapping this up. I know we've uh, been chatting for a while and I think we could probably go for another hour if we wanted to, but um, let's talk about our favorite songs of the week, just to kind of get people jamming out there. Do you want to start with yours? Okay, so my favorite song of the week is It's Okay by Imagine Dragons. Um, they dropped a whole new album and I love them. They're like my favorite band. But this song is one of my favorite because it's just saying it's okay not to be okay. It's okay to feel your feelings. It's okay to have a moment. But just know that like you're going to get back up and you're going to be fine. So that's my song for this week. You know, it's going to be okay and you're going to get over the hill. It's a climb, but we'll get through it. <laughs> I like that. I like that. I'm trying to think of a song that I have been jamming out to lately. Hmm. Sometimes I just like to have a dance party, you know, like, um, what's, what's your dance party music? Oh gosh. It's like throwback nineties and early two thousands rap. <laughs> like the one that me and Brooks were dancing to a week or so ago was the, the wobble song. I don't know if you guys know that. Oh one. yeah like wobble baby wobble baby and so we were like dancing and we're like, it was, you know and it's totally like yeah. an inappropriate song probably but it was so fun I'm like blaring it in the camper we're like dancing and it's just you know what I mean it's the beat that yeah does that's perfect more than that's your more than the words exactly and yeah. so we're just like the dancing and, oh gosh so that's my song for the week is just yeah. get out there and do do go jam out to a song that's going to make you want to move your body yeah wobble let it out have fun dance it out and then move on dance it out yeah I mean I have dance parties all the time and they're probably totally inappropriate songs but it is what it is I like to listen to some 90s and 2000s (laughs) rap and uh yeah that's 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 kind of my jam (laughs) no I understand same here we all have that like music that we love to listen to (laughs) it's like the music that like I'm embarrassed to play now but then I'm like you know what screw it I'm jamming I don't even care people can just look at me and mind their own damn business because I'm just having a uh, I'm having a party (laughs) yeah exactly you're having fun that's all that matters (laughs) oh I love that all right well Kelsey 
thank you. And thank you to our listeners. I loved this episode. I love just being able to like, come on here and talk about life. And I hope that the listeners can, can resonate with a lot of what we were saying, you know, and if they're looking for guidance in any area of their life, whether you feel called to work with Kelsey or you feel called to work with me, simply message us, um, destiny clearing with Kelsey, Sasha.Davis, hit us up, let us know if you need anything or how we can support you. Or if you have a specific question that you want to ask, uh, message us over at the mystic stories podcast. And we would love to be able to answer your questions, whether it's about energy work or spiritual work or clearing or crystals or law of attraction, any of those questions, anything that came up for you uh, throughout this podcast, simply message us. And we would be more than happy to do another Q and a session on anything you guys feel like you need more clarity on, or even in your personal life, submit your questions. And we would love to be able to answer them on the podcast. All right. So until next time, we will see you next week. If you loved this screenshot, share it on social media, tag us both, and we'll catch you next week. See you next week.